I'm Father Carl Schrey. I'm a, a friend of Father Gary Zare. I'm in a prayer group of priests with him for the last 30, 40 years. And I, I retired. This is my 50th anniversary as a priest this particular year. And last two years ago, I retired from North Bend Parish and went and served in Ireland, thinking that I, because they told me don't talk so much because I had whooping cough for four years ago or three years ago, I guess it was, something like that. And uh, I said, okay, well, uh, I went to Ireland to, to say thank you to Ireland and help out in parishes there um, at the Shrine of Knock, a beautiful shrine, prayer shrine, and, uh, and with the idea of not talking so much. Well, I at least succeeded at not talking on the phone, because they don't, they don't, I didn't have a directory. If you don't have a directory, it's pretty hard to call people. But, uh, and then I returned home here because my time for, with the immigration there said, was go home. So I, I did. But I, it was a way of saying thank you for all the priests and nuns who had come to America. Um, and so now I'm retired and live in the Grants Pass area. And Father Secretary called up and said, Father can't talk. His, his voice is shot. Um, and I've heard, known that he has had laryngitis problems in the past. So I said, sure, I can come. What a great feast day. Happy feast day to all you saints of St. Edward's Parish. This is our feast day. The canonized saints, they've got their own days all year long. But for us anonymous saints who will not be canonized, not put on the list, etc., but with God's grace, we will go to heaven too. And now is the time you start. You don't do it, you know, after you die. The best time to, you know, become a saint is the day before you're going to die. <laughs> and what day is that for you? Oh, that's not a good answer. The day before you're going to die, what day is that going to be, young lady? Somebody give me a right answer. Today! You don't know whether you're dying tomorrow. So today is the day before we're going to die. So, be a saint today. Stay in the state of grace, right with God. Then we are saints. This is our feasting. Every one of us is called by God to be holy. Are you thinking, no way am I a saint? Remember, every saint had a past. And every sinner has a future. Again, every saint, I mean, you can, how about for St. Paul? He murdered Christians. He had a past. But every sinner, like St. Paul, and you and me, have a future, the best future.
maybe at least about a hundred years ago, people generally thought only consecrated religious and maybe priests and nuns and, and priests and bishops are, were expected to be holy. But all the rest of us Catholics were only expected to be good enough to get into purgatory. That is poppycock. That's not scriptural and is not the church's teaching and never ever was. We're all called to be saints. Take a look at uh, what St. John just said to us in his first letter. He wrote three letters plus other things. He said, Think of the love, we just heard it, think of the love the Father has lavished on us by letting us be called the children of God. And that is what we are. We're the children of God. Jesus told us to live the eight Beatitudes and we shall see God. Live these attitudes, and the kingdom of heaven is yours, Jesus said. It's obvious that these Beatitudes are a complete reversal of the world's standards and values. So we shouldn't be surprised that it's not easy to be a saint. But we've been given all the graces we need. We just need to put them into practice. French poet Leon Blois, shot during the Second World War, the First World War, said this great line, the greatest tragedy in life is not to be a saint, not to be what God intended us to be. That's the greatest tragedy in the world. Nothing else. I mean, these saints that just were standing up here kind of told us some of that stuff. That they were saints because they knew that's the most important thing they needed to be. A saint is a sinner who keeps trying with God's graces. A saint is not a perfect person. None of them. Mary accepted. All the rest were not perfect people. Ask the people that were married to them. <laughs> a saint is a person who keeps trying with God's graces. What is holiness? Pope Francis put it this way. I quote, some think that sanctity is to close your eyes and look like a holy statue. No, that's not sanctity. Sanctity is something greater, deeper, which God gives us. Be a saint by becoming a visible sign of God's love and of his presence alongside of us. This is it, Francis continues. Every state of life leads to holiness always. 
in your home, at work, on the street, in school. In that moment, and in your state of life, the path to sainthood it has been opened up. We do not need to go and become a religious monk, nun. We need those people who call us to holiness. We need them so much. But we don't need to become them. We need to be our vocation in spades. Then God's sanctity can blossom inside of us. People will say, see how that person loves and shows what God is like, even without opening their mouth. I'd like to tell you about a couple of canonized saints. Canonized is a word that means put on a list, the hall of fame of the church. There's three levels of it. You know, uh, the first level is venerable or servant of God. The church's way of saying this person's lived a heroic spiritual life. Next level is if there's been a, a miracle through her or his intercession, they would say blessed, like Mother Teresa is blessed Mother Teresa. And then the third level is canonized saint. Usually means two miracles through the intercession that have been attested to and the church has approved. There are 10,000 beatified or canonized saints in the church's history. They are, we need to know these people. They are the absolute inspirations to us. One of my favorite is a holy woman named Venerable Servant of God, Elizabeth Lesseur. Probably never heard of her before. Uh, Lesseur, L-E-S-E-U-R. She was born in 1866 in France, married a doctor, medical doctor named Felix, who was also an outspoken atheist, which is a popular thing now to be in our Western culture. They loved each other very, very much. However, she often had to endure ridicule from her husband and his friends, especially when they came after work and he hosted them. She was a hostess, a very loving, loving lady. Her physical illnesses began early in her marriage eventually leading to breast cancer from which she died. But in 1903, she met Pope Leo XIII down in Rome, and she rededicated her life to God, a spiritual renewal, like all of us need constantly. That's why we go on retreats. And then she began to keep a secret journal, like a diary, a spiritual diary, secret only from her husband. Because she offered her life, her sufferings, for the conversion of her husband back to the faith. And prayed that he would become a priest 
someday. She died in 1914 from the breast cancer, as I said. And, and Felix discovers her journal. I don't know enough about it, but I suspect he said in French, Ay caramba! <laughs> she's been, all that suffering she's been going through, and I couldn't save her with my medical knowledge. She's been offering all of it up for me to be converted back to Christ and the church? Huh. And to be a priest? <laughs> a year later, he returned and was reconciled to the church. Four years later, he entered the Dominican novitiate. And four years later than that, he was ordained a Who says God can't work miracles with ordinary people? Felix spent the last 20 years of his life then editing her writings, spiritual writings, and being a priest and working for the cause of her canonization. Felix wrote, It is always wonderful and impressive to contemplate the action of God's grace. That's God's love. And to see how sweet and strong, and at the same time how simple and human are the means God employs to guide a person to the path designed for him from the beginning. Another couple of things. Louis and Zelie Martin. They were just canonized at Rome two weeks ago at the synod of the family, a husband and wife. They had five daughters live beyond childhood, the youngest of which is somebody we all know. Who? St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower. We usually call her Teresa of Lisieux, but Therese in French. Therese, who was only four years old when her mother died, her dad lived long past her life, Therese said that holiness begins with a mom and a dad. She said, our mother and our father were made more for heaven than for earth. Boy, wouldn't it be something to have our children or our nephews and nieces, as I have, and you, some of you have lots of nephews and nieces, for them to say, we were made more for heaven than for earth. When Zelie and Louis, they met, lived in a small town together, were successful, they had they were good people, they were adults. Then they came to realize that this was something, this was someone who could help me get to heaven, Zelie wrote. And so they then subsequently married. What a sign for all husbands and wives who strive to be holy mothers and fathers, holy spouses, 
to lead each other and if they have children, their children to heaven. Take courage, ordinary holiness is beautiful and possible. Besides the canonized saints, there are legions of anonymous saints. The church keeps this feast today to recognize these anonymous saints and to celebrate their goodness. So if we die in the strait of grace, this is going to be our feast day. So we honor and rejoice in the little people, the forgotten heroes and heroines, people who in their own humble ways have followed Christ. The lives of many people are marked with great sacrifices and acts of heroism. I mean, every one of us can think of our parents, grandparents, uncles and aunts, some of whom, you know, they live heroic lives, lots of sufferings. Their example gives us encouragement in our struggles. They give us courage when we are fearful. They give us comfort when we are suffering. God's holy ones, all the saints that we know from our own lives or that we have read about, are like a mirror to us. We see in that mirror people who had challenges and sufferings as we do. Looking at them, we see human beings at their brightest and best. Some we know, others we've read about. The road to holiness demands courage and stamina. But for those who know where to look, it is full. This road is full of footprints. Let's know these ancestors in the faith and follow them. Again, I say happy feast day to all of you saints in the making. God's and you can, if your spouse doesn't think you're a saint in the making, just say, please be patient, honey. God is not finished with me yet. <laughs> in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.